Welcome to Rekindle the Promise, the podcast that's for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you are an entrepreneur still in the hunt, then you need a community of like-minded individuals who will help inspire you and lift you and help give you that oomph to help you to keep rekindling the promise. Today's episode is just for you. Hey everybody, it's your girl Sherry here. And for the month of December, we decided that we're going to take a page out of a training done by leadership guru himself, Mr. John C. Maxwell, and to use this month as an opportunity to reflect on past year. So we will be reviewing some of our favorite podcasts and then we'll be able to reflect upon them about what we've learned and what value they've offered. I also have to tell you that we've added a little flair to them, but unfortunately this platform doesn't allow us to upload the video. So you can check us out on the Rekindle the Promise Facebook group and you'll be able to see the video there. But let's listen in. There's a great quote by um, Henry Ford and it says, if you always do what you've always done, then you'll always get what you've always gotten. Now, some researchers question whether Henry Ford was actually the originator of that quote or if someone else first started it. That's not my focus today. It's the meaning behind the statement that I want to focus on today. It's basically saying that if you want to have things to change in your life, then you must be willing to change. We can't keep doing things the same way, expecting different results. That's just not gonna work. But it goes even deeper than that. Because see, our actions are the results of our, our thoughts. And that we, and if we continue to think the same thought, then we're gonna to begin to start to act on those thoughts. So as a promoter who, um, of a training, he used this tagline for his seminar and it said, if you continue to think like you've always thought, you'll continue to get what you've always got. Is it enough? If not, come to the seminar. Wow. See, he hit the nail right on the head because we can't effectively change our life without changing our behavior. And we can't change our behavior without changing our thinking. And we really can't change our thinking without reprogramming our mind. And we reprogram our mind by what we feed it. So when the promoter asked the question, is that enough? What he's ultimately saying is, if where you are in life is not enough, if when you look around at your life and you say, hey, I want more, I want different, I want change, then it starts with you. It starts with the way that you are thinking. See, where we are in life today is a direct result of the thinking of yesterday. Our actions follow our thoughts. So to change our future, we must change our thoughts today. So how do we do that? Well, we change what we're feeding our mind. For instance, in the case of the seminar, you would attend the seminar, which would then immediately change your environment. You would be in a room of people who are also wanting to change, so the conversation would be different. The desires will be different. You will probably be find yourself challenged to think differently or to have a different perspective. And through the instruction given, your thinking will be broadened. You will be given new information that will help broaden your thought process. All of this is setting you up to begin to see opportunities for change. You will have a broader perspective and that is your springboard for change. 
that's one of the reasons why seminars actually work so well because they change your current environment and immerse you in a growth environment where all of your senses get to experience something new. They pull you out of your familiar surroundings or the different old voices, the family, the friends, the acquaintances, the media, all that negativity. They pull you out of that old way of thinking and they totally engulf you in a new way of thinking. They're reprogramming your mind. For instance, there's a uh, book in the Bible um, where God was actually interacting with Abraham. And God said to Abraham, come away from your family. And he took him on a journey to a country where he did not know anyone. God in essence was bringing Abraham into a seminar where he was going to start the process of reprogramming Abraham's thinking. Now, I know this is not a Bible class and I'm not trying to preach to you, but for me, there are so many lessons in life in the Bible and I can learn so much from them. And oftentimes we can learn just by looking at someone else's life. So in Abraham's case, he was a worshiper of the moon and he was going to stay on the family land with the family and the heir Chaldees and just take up the family business, just be like his father and his uncles around him. But that wasn't the plan that God had for him. So God called him out. Now, being who God is, don't you think he could have talked to Abraham right where he was? I mean, Abraham understood him when he told him to leave his surroundings. So don't you think he would have been able to understand him with the other lessons too? Yeah, I think so. But it was the other voices, the familiar surroundings that would have been fighting against the new mindset that God was trying to create in Abraham. So he called him out. Abraham was used to where he was. I don't know if Abraham was sitting around at night complaining in the desert about his current situation like we do often. I don't know. The book doesn't tell us that. It just picks us up with God saying, hey, Abe, it's time for you to get up out of these surroundings and start to come into the school of life lessons that I have set before you. So I've got big dreams for you, Abe, and where we are going to be taking you is bigger than what you can think. And right now, you're thinking too small. So he took him out. Now through Abraham's story, we can see him going through challenge after challenge. And through each one of these, he's changing, he's growing. His mind is being stretched to new possibilities. The Abraham that we see at the end is nothing like the Abraham that we saw in the beginning, hanging out in the desert, worshiping the moon. I'm sure if he ran into some of his old friends and family, they'd be like, man, Abraham, you've changed. So why did I tell you this story of Abraham? Well, it's because we can see his life from beginning to the end, from like a bird's eye view. We can look at it and then we can learn from it and apply it to our life. First of all, know this, you cannot get something new in life by doing the same thing. That's not gonna happen. And you cannot get a new life thinking the same old way. You're going to have to change the way that you think. You have to think differently in order to get a new life. Secondly, just like Abraham, sometimes God is calling us out of, from amongst our old way of thinking, our old familiar surroundings, taking us away from that, out of our comfort zone and stepping out into a new adventure with him. Like Abraham, we're going to face challenges. And those challenges are really life lessons equipping us for where we're going. They're preparing us for the great things that God has for us. Now you might be comfortable in thinking small, but God's not. 
He says, I know the plans I have for you. And those plans are to prosper you and not to harm you. They are to give you a hope and a future. See, God's got big plans for you, but you must be willing to step out from the familiar in order to be able to experience the greatness of the possibilities that he has in store for you. I hope this has blessed you today. Make it a great day. Thank you for taking the time to tune into today's Rekindle the Promise. Remember to take the time to reflect on your experiences today so that you can be better prepared for your opportunities tomorrow. Make it a great day.